Bourbon Barrel Talk. I'm your host, Scott Minton. Today, we are sitting down at the Mansion 1886 with my good friend, Brent Rogers. How are you doing today, Brent? Scott, I'm doing great. It's great to see you today. Hey, thanks, man. Thanks for having me out. So, I wanted to come out here because you know me. We love bourbon. We love talking bourbon. And you guys are opening a super cool event space here in downtown New Albany. And you guys are going to have a fantastic bar. And then... I think you said like once COVID gets passed, I, I heard a rumor there might be like a speakeasy here. Uh, maybe so, Scott. Yeah, we've got some some great things going on in downtown New Albany. Uh, there are some investors who purchased a property uh, that we are now affectionately calling Mansion 1886. It's located on Mansion Row here, right next door to the Culbertson Mansion. Uh, there's there's a, a number of investors who've gone in and basically turned this place into what we feel like has been a, a tastefully redone. Uh, and so we're, we're keeping, you know, some of the old world history uh, that's been involved with, with this area. And a, certainly this building uh, was built by the Colbertson family, one of the first families in New Albany. And we have put modern updates on it. And we will be using this space for, um, you know, weddings, receptions, rehearsal dinners, uh, corporate events. Uh, we can hold up to uh, just over 300 people. And, you know, we're looking forward to uh, getting it out in front of the community. Absolutely. And, and let me tell you, if you've ever been to the, and I, if I remember correctly, it was called the Old Culbertson West, That's right? correct. Um, if you've ever been to the Old Culbertson West and you walk in and see what they've done with this place, it, it's amazing. I mean, for one, that they've done some great trim work, different things, the painting patterns they've put up. Um, looks like the AC's been updated. The heat's been updated. I, I remember it being pretty drafty and cold, you know, back in the old days, back when I used to come in here in my younger days. Uh, a lot of weddings, uh, since I'm getting older these days, you know, all my friends did all that stuff. So, uh a fantastic job with uh, the proprietors that did that. And do you want to talk a little bit about them or is that okay? Or Yeah, there's a, there's a group of owners that are involved. Uh, Compass Project Management, a lot of people will know uh, our friend Lincoln Ogden. He owns that company. He and his wife uh, tastefully did all of the remodel and it, the place is just beautiful. Um, so we're, we're super excited to have him kind of finish up the uh, sort of the project. And now it's, uh, it's opened up to the public. We've got a gal named Kelly Sutherland who is our event manager. She graduated from the University of Kentucky with a hospitality degree. And um, she's been kind of waiting out COVID and just being patient with us. But uh, now she's ready to hit the ground running. And, you know, she's going to be able to help our clients out with, you know, booking the venue and just being involved and having their special event here. Gotcha. So speaking of special events, we, we, we just had a special event last night. It was crazy. I mean, tons of people. We had a great time. And you all did a special bourbon release with uh, what, what, what we would affectionately call as MGP. But you keep uh, you, you throw me for a loop because you always say Midwest Grain Products. And I, it makes me laugh. So uh, you want to tell us a little bit more about that and what the product is and, and what it looks like. And we can talk a little bit more about MGP and that. Yeah, so some of the owners got together and and decided, you know, let's let's do something that you know we feel like the community might be able to get behind. So they purchased a seven and a half year MGP, and um, basically we sold a few tickets and had some friends and and some family come out to taste the bourbon. We had a custom Glen Karen made, um, which again I'm not a bourbon guy, but I understand is the uh, proper way to drink uh, to drink bourbon. Is that is that correct? Absolutely. Only a bourbon snob would use you know the Glen Karen. Otherwise, you just get a rocks glass or whatever else man but or just it, do a chug yeah absolutely i love the chug right you right gotta get, you gotta do it for the chugs right so we uh you know great event last night had a lot of people here to support not only the venue but obviously uh to support some bourbon and their love for that so it was uh, it was a fantastic event and it was nice to have that under our belt uh we've got um you know a lot to look forward to down here at mansion 1886 absolutely so the the, the special bourbon you guys brought in was a good times mgp 
Um, if I remember correctly, the mash bill was a 75, 21, 24. So it's probably what I would consider their second or third most desirable product that they offer of, of those in there. So it's a very, very high on the rye spectrum, but it's also high corn. So most people um, that listen to the show, they're going to know exactly what we're talking about. But man, I tell you what, the notes that came off this, the aroma um, were just a fantastic level. I mean, off the nose, I was getting immediately a lot of vanilla and caramel and then I got a little bit of dried fruit. I, I couldn't tell if it was a raisin or what, but I, I got some nice dark dried fruit off of that thing. And then the taste, you know, just kind of followed through the caramel, the vanilla, a little bit of candy note. Um, I couldn't really put a, put a, put a note on that one. You know, it's one of those weird things that, you know, sometimes I get juicy fruit, sometimes I get other things, but when I get that candy note, it's always something that's super, super sweet. That's beyond those typical, you know, tasting notes that you get on one of those. So I thought it was a really great pour. I'm really excited to see what you guys are going to have to offer as far as that. Do you, do you know if you're going to have extra bottles that are going to be sitting in the venue for people to be able to get those pours? Yeah, that's exactly right. So um, the venue does have its own liquor license. So we will be, you know, stocking the traditional bar with, you know, the traditional products. But in addition to those, we do have a few extra bottles that we're going to keep here. Um, so for those bourbon folks that, you know, want to come down and they see this product on our shelf, you know, they can certainly order that, um, you know, and, and hopefully, you know, we'll have that to look forward to. And then as we build our inventory, um, you know, and, and try to have a little bit more to offer than maybe just a Woodford or a Makers, um, you know, try to have some other things down here as well. Gotcha. Gotcha. So we know this is going to be an event space, but what else is going to be tying in with the Mansion 1886? Are, are, are you guys going to offer like a bed and breakfast type event or space or things like that. What's that going to look like? And give us a little more detail on that. Sure. So, um, you know, obviously it's a three story home uh, that was built by the Culbertsons in 1886. A lot of cool history. Uh, a piece of history that a lot of people don't know is Samuel Culbertson was a president of Churchill Downs and the Garland of Roses was created by him. Uh, roses were his mother's favorite flower. So he determined as president when the horse wins the derby, now they will be garnished with the garland of roses. No way, I didn't so know that. He, he created that uh, that that tradition for Churchill Downs. Another interesting fact: the the house that we uh, have the event in and that has been remodeled, Mansion eighteen eighty six, is the first house in New Albany to have an indoor restroom. Indoor restroom. So what? It, it was built in eighteen eighty six. That's correct. So, so before that, you know, you were you were going out to an outhouse, right? So, so his dad, who lived in the Culbertson Mansion, didn't even have an indoor restroom prior to this home. I'd be dang. Huh. So they built it. Was the restroom? Maybe you may don't know. Was the restroom built with the house? It or was. What? Okay, so it was. So the first restroom ever built in New Albany was in eighteen eighty six. Hmm. It, we have a very popular restroom, Scott. <laughs> That's right. I mean, shoot. I mean, it was probably the most popular in town at the time. I you know, you get it. a little privacy, you know. For sure. Before Absolutely. that, everybody was just in one big outhouse area. That's you know? right. That's right. So, <laughs> so um, th there is something else that we have planned. Um, you know, once we kind of get. Uh, our feet wet with the venue here and, and kind of get some, some events going. We do have uh, an additional space that uh, there is a rumor that we may have a private membership only speakeasy. Um, two of the children uh, from Samuel, Samuel Culbertson, uh, they were named Percy and Glover. And these were black sheep of the Culbertson family. They were into uh, gambling, 
um, maybe uh, ha- had some ladies around, uh, and, and were definitely running some booze. Um, and so when uh, Mr. Colbertson passed away, every member of the family received $10,000, except which, which would have been which would equate to millions now, uh, except these two grandkids, Percy and Glover, they received $100 each, uh, which which was a big slap in the face. But nevertheless, uh, this private speakeasy that's going to be membership only will be uh, affectionately named Percy and Glover's. Percy and Glover's. Hmm. So that's what, that's an odd piece of history that you bring up there because you, you you always think especially in southern I've lived here most of my life and and you always hear these cool stories like I my, the one one story that I always remember that that just always strikes my fancy is I, I think it was Harry S Truman used to get snuck out of the old uh, Brown Hotel in downtown Louisville and taken to Blanchard Terrace where at the time the mayor of Jeffersonville lived and they would play poker games. And the Secret Service had no clue that he was, you know, snuck out of the third story rafter, brought down and everything else and, you know, taken over there to play poker all night long. And that's back when Jeff used to have all the gambling facilities and and the the ladies. And and we were also, I guess, famous for uh, marriages at that time. Right. Yeah. You know, there's there's so much history here in southern Indiana. And, you know, oftentimes, you know, as someone who's lived and grown up here, you know, I love finding out these little pieces of history. In fact, there's a church just down the street from here that was part of the Underground Railroad. Yeah, the Clock Tower Church. That's right. The Clock Tower Church. Uh, I, I always call it the Jerry Finn Church because uh, he was so involved <laughs> with uh, the remodel. But, you know, they they would, you know, have, have used to the Underground Railroad. So there's, you know, right here in our own city, there's just so much history. And this building is is certainly a big part of that. Another thing that most people aren't even aware of is that at the time when these houses were built, New Albany was actually the richest city in the entire Midwest at that time. Absolutely. So it's crazy when you sit back and you look at it, these old river towns and the way that they were, you know, and, and they said that honestly, New Albany would have been Louisville had it not been for the fact that Louisville beat us to getting the, the dam, dike built, whatever, you know, in order to make sure that the river was more passable on that side of the river. So Well, and it, you know, it's, it's interesting, you know, now it's obviously all technology, but back then it was waterways and, you know, there were no airplanes, you know, there, there weren't even cars. So it was a matter of how you could get whatever the material, you know, New Albany was famous for textiles, of course. So, right. you know, we, we had some great textile uh, pr- producers here in, in this town. Right, yeah, M. Fine. I mean, tons of them That's know, right. out there, and you know, Culberson was that, and then um, who was the other? Scribner was the, you know, like glass, right? Was like stained glass, different things like that. Yeah, I think Scribner. There's, you know, there was Stein Glass, of course, the Stein family. Yeah. Um, you know, an, another interesting name who was the the second owner of this house. There's there's only been uh, five owners of the house since 1886. Uh, the Culbertsons, obviously, the first, but Doctor Hazelwood hmm. uh, bought it from the Culbertson family. The Hazelwood that the school's named after. That's exactly right. That's correct crazy i didn't even know that either sure. so so this building's got tons of history tons of heritage and and, and like i said they, they did a one wonderful job on rehashing it and fixing it up and and uh, just redecorating and designing it. and i noticed the new floors outside and they've all been polished and gotten ready to go so super super cool so um no no idea as far as a bread and breakfast or anything like that or it's because I, I thought whenever i talked to one of the owners at one point that they said that they thought that that might be something they might do or maybe have like a space up there where maybe it was just like a honeymoon suite like after you got married maybe you went up there that type of thing maybe that's maybe that's what i was thinking there, there's there's lots of opportunity here yeah um and you know what we'll do is we'll encourage you know the folks in the community to follow us on instagram and facebook check out our social media uh, mansion 1886 and you can kind of see some of the updates um there has been talk of a bed and breakfast depending on the local policies and so on and so forth so we've got a lot of options with the building and we certainly want to make it you know conducive for 
for clients to rent it and and you know we want them to think of us when they're thinking about an event gotcha gotcha so let's dive in just a little bit deeper to the bar menu what's that going to look like um you know like for me i'm a big smoked old-fashioned fan you know what what are the type of drinks or offerings you're going to have in the bar for those cash bar facilities or for weddings and things like that. Sure. So we have a we have a list. We've compiled a list of caterers. Um, so we have about seven or eight caterers on a preferred catering list. Um, you know, clients can bring in other caterers, um, and and there is uh, the customary fee for them to bring in and use a caterer. We have a prep kitchen here, and so on and so forth. So the menu and the food is really going to be up to the client and what their particular needs are. As far as the bar goes, um, again, we're going to start out with a lot. Lot of the basic things um, you know try to have a few upgraded bourbons um, and then as we produce events and host events here you know we'll be able to upgrade that but a lot of it's just going to be up to whatever the client prefers one of the trends right now in the event industry is doing sort of a, a customized drink for your event um, so maybe you're a bride and groom that love bourbon together right so in that case we can create uh, with the bar staff here uh, you know some type of an old-fashioned seems to be kind of the popular one right now or if you're a vodka person um, you know we can come up with a nice vodka drink for you um, we've reached out to the folks at Borden you at their bistro and and they've been uh, they've been kind of a partner of us down here helping us create um, you know a, a couple of special events for some folks and you know giving us some tips and so forth so you know the community's really gotten behind this and you know the, the big thing would be whatever the client wants you know that's our goal here and Kelly's gonna do a great job of making sure that the the customer is is happy happy and pleased and has a successful event. Yeah, I, I was sad Kelly was a little mic shy, I heard. <laughs> yeah, she's uh, she's over here smiling right now. She said, you know, I can help plan and manage, but she, uh, I think she thought we were going to make her sing. You know, that that's the, that's only when you're last in the meeting, right? They had to sing something. I always sing Garth Brooks. That was always my big thing. Is that your go-to karaoke? So your go-to listen, karaoke? Listen, man, you, you can't, it's the range, man. I, I don't have much up here, so I have to stick someplace in the middle. So no, I, I understand. I, I've always felt that my, my go-to karaoke song would be Copacabana. Yeah. You know, I always felt like that, uh, that, that probably should be my go-to song. Well, it's not a bad one. Right. <laughs> right. Everybody knows it. Get along with it. Once you get going, you can get them singing with you. That's Absolutely. Pr- probably a great idea. I probably should steal that one. Right. Anytime, Scott. We'll, I think we'll Friends go karaoke- in Low Places was always mine, like I said. We'll go karaoke together soon after a couple of bourbon chugs. <laughs> Absolutely. You know, I, I, I will tell you, Scott, you know, you've, you've educated me, um, you know, from the event and a, and a couple of meetings that we've had about bourbon. And, I, you know, I should tell your, your users, I am not a bourbon guy right unfortunately um my last real experience with bourbon came in panama city beach on spring break a number of years ago 1993 or 92 you're you're close scott yes in the ballpark uh, in that that area and uh of course like any true spring breaker we had our you know seven people in a two-bedroom uh howard johnson's on the beach and we uh went to the liquor store that was our first purchase and you know bought all the bourbon and rum and whiskey and vodka and we set it up on the dresser and um you know it's probably spent more in alcohol than we did on the entire trip and you know as as any 19 to 22 year old uh young man on spring break will do he of course you know starts drinking um and at that point i wasn't quite sure that you weren't supposed to mix all of these things together or drink you know a half gallon of said bourbon or whiskey in one day um and and so as the story goes i had had drank quite a bit of bourbon and whiskey 
came back from the beach. Uh, we had ordered a pizza and I went out onto the balcony um, and I, I saw the, the pizza man, you know, bringing our pizza. And um, unfortunately, I, I lost my lunch on the pizza man bringing us our dinner. Um, so it was at that point when I woke up the next morning that I think, you know, I, I probably should stick to something a, a little bit more comfortable to my palate. Now, now because you and I are, are in that same age group, and I know you're going to remember this, the one time I've, I've gotten stupid drunk and, 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 and done that um, was oddly enough at Bailey's. Bailey's in Clarksville, Indiana, yeah. of course. Playing pool one yes. night. I, I'd ate the nachos. I I had to I had to I had to play catch up because I had just gotten off at the mall and the guys were like, "Hey, we're already like six deep," and you know I'm, I'm chugging, lugging, lugging. You know, it was I think it was like eighty five cent Coors Light night, and uh, I, I I got caught up and we were just sitting there and like three hours later we're still sitting there eating and drinking, eating and drinking, and uh, sure enough, I went into the bathroom and this dude comes in to talk to me and no sooner than I turn over to look at him he goes dude i love your shoes because i just got these brand new air maxes and he puked all over my shoes <laughs> and i was like oh my god and like anybody that knows me i i, I don't deal with puke like I, my wife i was like the one job you have i'll clean diapers i'll you know clean the walls i'll do anything i do not do puke you know and uh i walked outside i went to go talk to my buddy i was like i gotta leave and sure enough wow. all over the vestibule like the entire inside the four doors you couldn't <laughs> even come into bailey's without <laughs> oh no so I got kicked out of there for like four months. Like they would not let me come back in because of that incident. That so. is a solid story, Scott. I love any good Bailey story. That's that's solid. But you the know. fact that you, such an upstanding member of the community, a nice gentleman, have that on your resume that you were kicked out of Bailey's. That's yep. solid. I was kicked out for a solid four months. They would not let me come back in because of that. Because they said, you can either clean it up or leave. And I said, peace. Because <laughs> at that point I was not cleaning up anything. It was a mess. What a mess. Uh, the, one of the girls I went to high school with, she's like, Scott, I cannot believe you did that to me because she had to clean it up. And I was like, I'm really sorry, Kristen. I, I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> well, you know, the, I, I remember Bailey's. They had, you know, the video games and the pool tables, but they had that that shuffleboard with the salt. Yep. That's that was, my game. Man, me too. I loved that game. I could go in there and just play for hours. Yep. Shuffleboard and then the cigar lounge in the back. I, you yes. know, I wasn't even much of a cigar smoker, but it was one of those things where I would go back there and hang out with a couple of buddies and I would, you know, just puff like once or twice and just sit it down and then relight it, puff twice and then sit it down. You know, so if anyone's listening that wants to start up, you know, a Bailey's, I think you've got your first two customers right Absolutely. here. Scott and I are there. Absolutely. You know, get that little, the, like the speak easy right, right. shuffleboard I mean, in the back cigars some, so you know there, there is some conversation you know it'll be folks that you know you'll you'll be able to pay a membership it'll of course be exclusive and private come down here you know the bartender will know what your drink is and uh there there might even be a rumor that there's a uh, private poker room in the back you know who knows scott we've yeah. got lots of uh, the options the owners have some cool ideas cooked up I, I love the ideas hopefully that means i can get a discount on my membership since i'm helping <laughs> out with everything else so. well scott you've been great with uh with what's going on with us here and especially with the bourbon event um you know you've been super helpful and you know i'm sure all of your listeners you know enjoy that and hopefully uh you know they appreciate you know your knowledge of you know not only bourbon but your willingness to share and the fact that you you know were showing us the uh I, i'm gonna try to use this vernacular correctly the taters all the tater stickers. Yeah, the yeah. tater stickers that you shared with me and, you know, kind of seeing some of those. And, you know, it's just been fun to, to you know, get to hang out with you a little bit. So, yeah, absolutely. So that, that's going to be my next goal is to, to help. Hopefully Lincoln won't be such a loner the next time. And we can we can get out there and we can pick a few bottles and, and make some special stuff here. And that way you guys have the opportunity to have some things. And uh, we can definitely help out with that and that as, in that with that aspect of it. So that, that'd be great. 
So, hey, before we sign off, I, I want to give you the opportunity. Tell us, you know, how can they find you guys? Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, address, all that good stuff, phone numbers, and, and who do they need to contact and go from there? Absolutely. Well, uh, Kelly is 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 the girl down here uh, that, that's handling the event management and the venue rental. Um, you can reach out to her uh, through email at mansion1886 at gmail. And then you can also call her at 812-850-1184. And then we are on Instagram and Facebook as Mansion1886. So, you know, hop on there, like our page. Uh, I hope you did not just give her cell phone number out. Yeah, I mean, you know, <laughs> Kelly. We got a lot of drunk <laughs> single <laughs> that, dudes out here in the bourbon that's industry. Right, that's right. <laughs> Kelly is is not an eligible bachelorette. No, that is the business line. Um, but uh, yeah, Kelly, uh, Kelly will be happy to take their call, plan the event, check us out on social media. We've got some great stuff coming up, and uh, you know, we're looking forward to a great year. You know, we get past this COVID. It's been a rocky. Uh, it's been rocky for a lot of folks. Yeah. Um, you know, my my company, Sounds Unlimited Productions. Um, you know, who produces an events uh, all over the that region and, and locally, you know, it's, it's been a struggle for our team. Um, and then, so when the folks at mansion 1886 asked me to kind of come and help them consult with us a little bit, I was, I was happy to see a new up and coming event venue on the map. And, you know, we're just really excited to uh, see what happens in the future. I assume that means that they're going to have the best DJ service around, right? We, we hope so, Scott. Uh, again, that, that will be open for each client to decide, but, uh, you know, we, we certainly, uh, ha- have a few events lined up here and, and are super excited to just see events, you know, you know, I think the entire country is just ready for, you know, whether it's an event, a concert, a festival, um, you know, with the vaccine coming out, hopefully folks are, you know, kind of becoming a little bit more comfortable being out in public. And, you know, we just encourage people, whatever you do, stay safe, stay healthy and have a good time doing it. Absolutely. COVID, COVID fo- fatigue, I guess, is uh, definitely a true statement if I've never seen one. So, well, hey, we greatly appreciate you having us out. If you want to reach Bourbon Barrel Talk, you can find us at Bourbon Barrel Talk at gmail.com is the best way to contact us www.bourbonbarreltalk.com you can also follow us on instagram and twitter um, all the good social medias facebook things to that nature Um, also if you don't mind hit the subscribe button that's the way easiest way for you to get the downloads as soon as they hit the market if you hit the subscribe button it gets automatically uploaded onto your system you can find us on apple apple podcast google podcast spotify we just picked up Pandora and Amazon as well. We finally hit the 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 limitations to where you have to be able, you have to have so many downloads before you can get on the big boy sites. So, so you, you've turned into a big boy now. I guess I guess technically we are we are we, we now have over ten thousand downloads. Um, so wow. so we, we 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 stay pretty steady. Now we're hitting about fifteen hundred eighteen hundred a month now. So we, we're 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 definitely clicking and popping a little bit, and we're we're picking up more every month. So that's exciting, Scott. Thanks for all you do. You know, not only for the bourbon community, but the community here in Southern Indiana. You know, you're a great asset to our area. Great man. Thanks so much. I appreciate you. Appreciate it, Scott. Thank right. you. Bye bye.